Hey guys, welcome back to Heal, Survive, and Thrive. I'm so excited that you're here. So this week we're gonna tackle a topic, uh, why do we struggle with someone not loving us? And this is a really great topic, but before we do get into this week's topic, I do wanna let you know that September 1st is right around the corner and we are officially closing the doors on my bundle deal. So I have been running this deal probably since I actually started my boot camp. Um, if you guys have not heard about any of my courses or some of the things that I do offer, I always link everything down below, but my bundle is basically both of my online courses at a really, really great deal. So we will be closing the doors on that come September 1st. So if you have ever wanted to take any of my online courses, now is your chance to take advantage of this amazing offer. I will link everything again uh, below this podcast episode. So let's get into this because I mean, it's a, it's a huge topic, rejection and people not loving us the way we want to be loved, but let's just keep it real, people not loving us in general. Um, really affects a lot of us. I mean, it really takes over when we are rejected, when we have to go through divorce, when someone breaks up with us. And there are a lot of reasons for this. And I want to get into this because I think it kind of helps you to really heal from the things that you have gone through or the experiences that you've had with this person. Because so often when we're in these relationships, we tend to take things so personally and you really have to understand humans. You really have to understand dysfunction. You have to understand traumas. You have to understand why are people the way they are. When you start to really understand this stuff, then you can allow your, probably your logical mind to make sense of what's actually happening versus the emotional mind that likes to just take over and create these stories and create these patterns of you being stuck in anger, frustration, rejection, blaming yourself. And that's the stuff that really keeps us stuck and we're never able to fully move on. We're never able to grow or really learn from these experiences. So let's get into this because this is gonna be a quick one, you guys, because I really want to hammer home these points. You know me, my podcasts are always short and simple to the point. I don't think long-winded conversations need to always be had, especially when you're trying to really get that little jolt of motivation So let's get into this. So number one, because when we struggle with someone not loving us, there is a kind of a lack in there. Now, don't get me wrong. When someone decides, hey, I don't want to be with you anymore, it hurts. It definitely hurts the heart for sure because there was probably an expectation of the type of relationship that you wanted to have with this person. And now this person's deciding that they don't want that type of relationship with you. So of course that's going to hurt your heart. And there's grieving involved 100%. But where we struggle, where we get stuck is because we essentially need this person. We need this person for everything. We need them for them being able to provide a social life for us. We need someone to give us attention. We need someone that allows us to have memories and great experiences. We need someone to tell us that we're good. We need someone to tell us that we're bad. We need need probably too much from this person. So when you're really, really struggling, to move on, it's because you probably gave that person too much of yourself and too much power over you. And when that happens, if you're essentially going to take away my air, then yeah, I'm going to struggle. It's going to be hard for me to really like move on from this experience when you were my everything in so many senses in so many ways that perhaps maybe I lost myself. Perhaps I was relying on you to be too much for me and I wasn't learning how to actually be that for myself. And of course, we all go through experiences and relationships, especially long-term relationships where we do rely on our partners or or a friend that you might have had for a multitude of years 
for a lot of things. But I think even in the midst of long-term relationships, you have to kind of always remember that you are with you. This is about your, this human experience is really your experience. It's your experience with yourself to learn more about yourself, to get as close as you possibly can to your authentic self. And no other person can have that relationship with you except for you. So when we have come from these traumatic experiences in our childhood or relationships that we've had with mom and dad that weren't the best and doesn't mean, you know, so often when we hear trauma, when we hear the word neglect, when we hear the word, oh, why is this person the way they are? We tend to think that it's all about dysfunction and something really crazy had to happen to this person in order for them to, you know, be the way they are today. They had to go through this really horrific you know, neglect where perhaps dad was beating on you or mom, you know, was a raging alcoholic. And that's not always necessarily trauma. And I think we're raised with this idea that trauma has to be something so severe and it really doesn't. It's not just about this horrific car accident that you witnessed or, or someone breaking into your home. It's really about the little things also that you experienced day in and day out that kind of started to chip away at you. And those little things are really the foundation of what caused you to be who you are today. It was those little subtleties that you experienced growing up, those little bits and pieces of neglect that you saw, that you heard, that you that you witnessed over and over again that created the codependency, that created you walking on eggshells around people, that created that people pleaser in you, the person that fears confrontation, the person that's so scared to just tell someone what they want and what their standards are, the grown adult that doesn't like to have uncomfortable conversations with another grown adult. All of those things stem from your experiences and they stemmed from those really early formative years where you were neglected, where you were invalidated, where you were not seen, where you were not heard, where someone didn't slow down to give you the things that you really, really needed because quite frankly, they just didn't know. And I think that's something that's really important. And really when you get to that place in self-development is when you start forgiving, when you start understanding that some people, they didn't mean harm. They just were completely unaware. They were completely unconscious. They were just doing what was done to them. Maybe they were trying to do it a little bit better, but they still were making all of the mistakes that their parents made just perhaps in a, in a slightly different way. So when we understand that, okay, I came from these experiences, I have all of this unhealed stuff inside of me, and now I crave attention, I crave love, I'm addicted to being in a relationship, I struggle with codependency, I'm so hyper-focused on everyone else and giving to everyone else that I don't know how to actually give to myself. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I want. I, I don't know how that made me feel. Or even if I am starting to be aware of how that made me feel or what I want or what what do I desire. I don't know what to do now. What do I do with that information? How do I have a verbal conversation with someone else? And again, even if I have the 
the strength to be able to have that verbal conversation, what happens after that? What happens when the person starts to go toe to toe with me? What happens when they start to guilt me or use manipulation on me? Like, what do I do at at every step of the way in order to really start changing? And it's literally the thing that I talk about with my private clients is learning how to do that one step at a time and not looking at healing from codependency or getting over this relationship or creating this great life as so overwhelming when it's not. You just have to, it's like any goal. You just have to break it down into these small steps that are attainable and that you begin to do very, very well that then you move on to the next level. Hey guys, I want to take a minute and talk about one of my new favorite drinks. It's called Focus. So Focus is a sparkling water with a spark. So Focus is a delicious, health-conscious, thoughtfully caffeinated sparkling water. So it's infused with a boost of natural tea, caffeine, and a balance of a bunch of amazing minerals to help you kind of, it's basically clean energy. And I really, really love that. So it is without sugar, the calories, or that crashing feeling that you feel from having caffeine. So let's just like ditch the sugary, sodary energy drinks altogether that are so overloaded with sugar and ingredients that um, we don't even know where they come from and they're certainly definitely not good for us. And let's start really getting our energy back from something that is healthier for us. So Focus is simply made with a boost, uh, balance, and bubbles. So it has 75 of milligrams of caffeine, zero calories, zero sugar, zero sweeteners, non-GMO. Can we just please take a moment for like a check, check, check on all of that? So I love the natural caffeine um, derivatives that come from this tea. So this is great for boosting benefits of caffeine so you will stay alert and focused without stress or jitters, which being highly sensitive myself, I cannot have too much caffeine because I will get jittery. So this is exactly what your body needs. So go to the website, drink focus. So it's D-R-I-N-K-P-H ocus.com and use code heal survive for 20% off. So when we think about struggling with someone not loving us, the reason why it hurts us on such a deep level where we're really never able to fully move on, there's still something lingering there within us is because of these reasons. And like I said, number one, because you needed their love that was air to you and when you're codependent that that is your everything that is your lifeline that is your validation that is your attention that is your telling you know someone telling you that you're good enough i think that when we are rejected by people it immediately hits that i'm unlovable wound Um, or it hits that I'm not good enough wound, that I could have done something better, that I wasn't the greatest wife, that I wasn't the best husband, that I guess I probably nagged. I guess I do have all these issues. Um, What if no one does love me ever? What if I do never find anyone? And because of all those stories and all of those wounds that are being hit and triggered, you start to form these stories that then keep you stuck. You know, I think you also not understanding that people love, the way people love has nothing to do with you. And you know, the saying hurt people hurt people would have never been created if you didn't fully understand these concepts. The way someone loves or their inability to love has nothing to do with you. The way someone treats you has nothing to do with you. 
So when we struggle with someone not loving us, we take it so personally. Now let's add on to that someone cheating. Let's add on someone having an affair. Let's add on someone just abruptly leaving the marriage out of nowhere. You didn't even realize there was a problem in the relationship. Let's add on all of these other aspects of betrayal and abandonment that then causes the rejection to magnify. So not only do I have to deal with just the rejection in general of me feeling like I was in a great relationship and things were moving along, you know, fine, so to speak. But now I have to deal with the rejection that you didn't feel that same way. And also on top of it, the betrayal and the lying and the abandonment and everything else that kind of mounts on top of just the rejection in general. So when you don't know how to heal and when you don't understand human dynamics and when you don't understand traumas and when you don't understand why people do what they do, you're going to struggle. This is going to be a struggle for you. When you start to really educate yourself, you understand that even if someone does fall out of love with you, the way someone treats you is a clear indicator of number one, how they really feel about themselves because happy, healthy, good-hearted people even though they're not gonna love everyone or be wanna be in a relationship with every single person that they meet, they would never tack on that betrayal. They would never tack on the cheating and the lying and the abrupt abandoning of the marriage. That just doesn't happen. So right off the bat, you have to understand the difference between someone just not loving me or wanting to be in a relationship with me versus someone completely mistreating me. That's two very, very big differences when you're experiencing, you know, either rejection or someone breaking up with you or going through a divorce or someone just not loving you anymore. When someone just doesn't love you anymore, there's, again, that aspect of rejection that I think really hurts us. But I think you have to also take a step back and realize that on some levels, you two want different things. You two are not compatible with each other. And I think we just take it so personally. We just take it as if it has something to do with us. And I think because we have this mentality of everyone's supposed to like me, everyone's supposed to love me. And again, when you've experienced abandonment in your life, this person not loving you, even if they don't do it in a tragic way, in a horrific way, in a very toxic way, just the rejection in, in, in general will really trigger that abandonment wound that you have inside of you because someone's leaving. Someone has decided that they don't want to be around me day in and day out. It's kind of like with dating. If someone ghosts you all of a sudden, we take it so personally. And again, this isn't about being a robot and just saying, okay, nothing bothers me. Of course, there's an aspect of grieving. There's an aspect of disappointment. There's an aspect of, I thought this was going great, but I guess you didn't. That of course we have to go through because we're human beings, but we can't stay stuck there. And I think when we start to stay stuck there, it's because of the stories that we're beginning to form that make us feel like, we're not good enough, that make us feel afraid to start over, that make us fearful that, wow, maybe I actually won't get what I want, or that this was supposed to be the thing, rather than saying, okay, if it wasn't the thing and someone wasn't in love with me, that's actually not the worst thing that could ever happen. The worst thing that could ever happen is someone actually staying with you, not loving you, not valuing you, not wanting to really be with you, and then you being mistreated 
or them having resentment towards you because they're not in love with you and they don't want to spend every day with you because for whatever the reasons are, they don't value what you bring to the table. And that's okay. Not everyone is going to enjoy the things that you bring to the table. They have their own wounds. They have their own stuff going on. They have their own things that they're addicted to or that they're attracted to for whatever their reasons are, whether they're healthy or not, that have nothing to do with you. I think when we start to just understand this stuff, then we can get out of the mindset of feeling like this rejection was just the worst thing that's ever happened to us. When we start to really work on, wow, I'm actually just really afraid to start over. Wow, I have so many fears about what am I going to do with my life now? I'm a single mom. I've been or I'm a stay-at-home mom, I've been doing this for 30 years, and now I don't know what's next, and I thought I was going to retire with my husband, or I thought this was the woman I was supposed to marry, and now it's not working out the way I thought it was going to work out, and life's changing, and of course, no one likes change. We don't want to have to grow or to challenge ourselves, but that's life, and so you either have two choices. You can either sit on the sideline and stay stuck and not really experience everything that you truly do want for yourself because you're afraid or you can start tackling some of that inner stuff to really grow, to really become healthier, to get better. And those are the skills or the mindset that you really need to have the things that you truly now want in your life. And I think that's really the important stuff. That's what's going to keep you from really staying stuck and feeling like this person was it and now my world is crushed. And it's a process. You know, it's not something that is just going to happen overnight. It's something that you have to constantly work at. And it's something that I'm constantly talking about with my private clients and everywhere, even on here and on YouTube, is the aspect of learning how to parent yourself, learning how to be your own best friend. Like, what does that actually mean? What should it look like? How should it feel? What am I not doing that I should be doing that will allow me to be healthy and to take care of myself emotionally and mentally and physically and spiritually? What are the things that are lacking? How do I want to feel every single day? And what am I doing that's causing me to not feel the way I want to feel, to not have the things I want to have. When you start to ask those questions, there's a huge element of taking responsibility for yourself that is required in order for you not only to answer that question, but to actually start making the changes that you need to make to become who you need to be to have everything that you want. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this. Like I said, take advantage of the bundle deal. I will link it down below. Um, it is limited offer. It will be expiring at the end of this month. Uh, I hope you guys did enjoy this and I'll see you next time.